0: Let's go to Hebrews 11, Hebrews chapter 11, and uh, my assignment in my sessions this week is the faith dimension, the faith dimension, amen, so we talked about payoffs, debts paid off, buildings paid off, buildings provided, oh, glory, and I need to tell you, there'll be supernatural assistance with that. Amen. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Notice it says, faith, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let's look at that one more time. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So notice that faith is the substance of things, and those things are things hoped for. One translation says faith forms a solid ground for what is hoped for. Another one says, now faith is the title deed of things hoped for. Another says, faith is being sure of the things hoped for. So notice the phrases used concerning faith, solid ground. Title deed, being sure. Notice none of these, none of these phrases point to uncertainty. Faith is surety. Faith is substance. Faith is substantial. All right? When someone says you'll hear people sometimes they'll say, "Well, you know, yeah, I'm doing that by faith, and And it's kind of this idea that, well, you know, I'm just kind of out here on this misty uh, spiritual substance. The Bible says that faith is substance, a setting under, a substructure, that which has a foundation, it's something firm, all right? If you're out there on faith, you're out there on the surest spiritual substance that exists. Amen. All right, I'm not out there. See people, people, people uh, 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 mix up faith and hope. Hope, hope is a picture. Hope is a desire. Amen. It's a picture that you have. Faith is substance. Faith is surety that what you have the picture of, hear me, you have. If I have faith, I have it. Because faith, the Greek word for faith is pistis, and it means the conviction of the truth of anything or being convinced that something's true. So if I have faith, I have it. If I have faith, I have it. Say it out loud. If I have faith, I have it. Glory to God. Because faith is the title deed. Faith is being sure. So the title deed makes you sure. If I have the title deed, I'm sure. Amen. I have the title deed to my car. I'm sure it's my car. Because I have the title deed. Amen. You have the title deed to your home. If you have the title deed to your home, you're sure it's your home. It's not your home because that's where you get your mail, it's because you have the title deed to that home. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. Say out loud, say, I have it, I have it. Because, I have because I have faith. Amen. Glory to God. It's not yours because you can drive it or sit in it or polish it or wash it. It's yours because you have the title deed. Amen. It's not yours because you like it or because you would want to have it or because it's a desire. It's yours because you have the title deed. Amen. Faith is substantial, faith is substance. Amen. See, without faith, there's no way to give substance to the things I hope for. Without faith, I can't give substance to the things I hope for. One translation says, and what is faith? Faith gives substance to our hopes. Faith gives substance. What does that mean? That there's no substance to hopes until faith shows up. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So hope without faith has no substance, and faith without hope has no purpose. If I if I don't have anything that I'm looking at, if I don't have anything I'm going after, my faith has no purpose. Faith, listen, faith has, you you know when you buy something from the store, you buy a a. a especially chilled items, you have on that package, on that product, a best-if-used-by date. Now, I don't drink milk, but it, you know, if you've got milk in your refrigerator, it, there's a date, it's best-if-used-by. Well, you can drink it after the best-if-used-by date if you want. I wouldn't. Right? Best-if-used-by. What is that date there for? Shelf-life. Shelf life. Your faith has a shelf life. Faith does not hang around indefinitely. Amen. That's why you ever read that book, Every Day is a Faith Day? That's why you're using your faith for something every day because you got to build your faith every day and use your faith every day. Amen. Faith comes by hearing, but faith goes by saying, and faith grows by use. If, If faith is coming and I'm not saying, then faith's not going. And if faith is not going, it's dissipating. And that's why you'll see somebody that will deal with something in their body, something in their life, and they'll, they'll, they'll get in the Word, and they'll listen to the Word, and they'll just feed on the Word, and feed on the Word, and feed on the Word, and feed on the Word. And faith will come, and they'll overcome that thing. And then I've seen that same person, uh, 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 a period of time later, something else attack them and seemingly take them out. What happened? They didn't keep building their faith. They didn't keep building their faith. You, you Amen. You don't just you don't just declare the word over you concerning healing when you need healing. You're 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 doing it because the Bible says you're the healed of the Lord. The Bible says that you have healing. The Bible says with his stripes you are healed. Peter says with his stripes you were healed. If I was then I am. If I am then I was. But I've got to build my faith where that's concerned because in building my faith I'm building a picture. And you got to spend time getting the picture so your faith can give substance to it. Amen. Faith is not intimidated by your picture. Faith's not intimidated by a bad report. Faith's not intimidated by how much money you need. I need you to see that. Faith's not intimidated by how much money you need. Just money. Uh, It's just just numbers. But without, without faith, there's nothing to give your hope substance. So you've got to spend time building a picture that you want faith to give substance to. Yes. Amen. Amen. The clearer the picture, the easier it is to receive. The clearer the picture, the easier it is to receive. Some, somewhere, and I don't know where people have, have, have got it, some, somewhere in, in word of faith, ideology, and theology, we, we kind of have this idea, you know, that, that all I got to do is say it a few times and, and say it two or three times and, you know, rub the genie lamp and, and snap my fingers and twinkle my nose and, you know, it's just going gonna, gonna to happen. I'm going to say it and in a week I'll have it. I'm going to say it and in a month I'll have it. What if it takes longer than that To build the picture. Because faith gives substance to the picture. Amen. You're you're sowing to come out of debt. Now you need to build the picture of debt freedom in your life so faith can give substance to that. Amen. There's no magic in the seed. You didn't give tonight and something's going to poof just happen. You're going to attach your faith. Everybody say, attach my faith. You're going to attach your faith to what you did. You sowed a seed to pay something off. Amen. You're, you're going to go to Romans 13, 8, and you're going to attach your faith to keep out of debt and owe no man anything. Amen. You're going to go to the book of Proverbs and attach your faith to the borrower is servant to the lender. And God doesn't want me to be a servant to anybody but Him in that regard. Oh, glory to God. So I'm going to spend time building the picture. Building the picture. Faith faith doesn't drive you. You understand? My pastor always says this. He He says, ambition drives you. Vision leads you. Faith leads you. doesn't drive you. If you're under pressure, calling it faith, it's pressure, not faith. Faith, faith doesn't put pressure on you in, in, in this sense. How, how do I know this? Because what's the Bible say? We who have believed have entered into into what? rest. What's the Bible say about believing? It says there's two things involved in believing. There is joy and peace in believing. Yeah. Amen. When, when, a, when a person says, I'm believing God, I'm standing in faith, but there's no joy and peace, there's no rest, they're not in faith. Amen. Because joy and peace and rest are missing. Now, why is there joy and peace and rest in faith? Because faith is assurance. Faith is substance. Faith is I have it now. Yeah. Amen. Is that right? Amen. If you're in faith about your healing, then, then you're at joy and peace and rest about it because you believe you have it now. Yeah. Amen. Is that right? Yes. Amen. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence simply means proof. So what is faith? Proof that I have currently what I'm desiring. Listen, it cannot be proof if there's not something to have proof of. Amen. Faith is proof. How do you know when faith has come? Conviction. Assurance. Assurance. Faith, when you're in faith, faith will convict you about being in doubt. Faith is conviction. What is conviction? You know that you know that you know that you know that you you what? Have it. Tell your neighbor, I know know, know that I know that I know know that I know that I have it. Amen. Do you see this? I won't have it more when I can physically touch it. This is where a lot of people miss it with faith. Because you'll even hear preachers, they'll say, I I want you to shout like you're going to shout when you receive what God has for you. And boy, people will jump up and shout. Hallelujah, glory to God. Shout and run. They're shouting about when they can physically touch it, and the Bible says that Abraham grew strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God when? When Isaac was born, before Isaac was born, before Sarah was pregnant, Abraham was giving glory to God. If you can only shout after the the product, after the thing shows up, then your faith was in the physical manifestation and not in what God said. If you're not willing to shout when you see it in the Word and stop right where you're at and say, Glory to God, that's mine. I have it right now. Amen. Then your shouting when it shows up huh, is flawed. Amen. Amen. So I won't have it more when I can physically touch it than I do right now. It's mine right now. I have it right now. L- listen, think, think about this. There, there are people in here that the Lord's healed. Many, too, too many to, 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 to count. But Kevin's right there. Ke- Kevin, the Lord healed Kevin of cancer. Amen. Glory to God. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've, 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 I've come to understand. Think about it. You weren't healed when the doctor said there's no cancer. You were healed the moment you believed it. You were healed the moment you believed it. And then, and then what did you see? The manifestation of what you believed. Right? Manifestation follows faith. Faith doesn't follow manifestation. Miracles, testimonies, miracles do not build your faith. Amen. Faith doesn't come from miracles. Miracles come from faith. And faith comes by hearing the Word of God. When, when the disciples were in the boat, and uh, Jesus had told them he said I want you to go across to the other side and they were in the middle of the of the sea rowing and the Bible says the Bible says that Jesus came walking on on the water and got in the boat with them remember and he calmed the storm and do you remember what the Bible says it says that their heart was hardened that they didn't remember the miracle of the five loaves because their heart Was hardened. Their heart was hardened. Amen. You got to realize that you have it the moment you believed it. The moment you believed it, your faith went into that dimension, and received it. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is not I will have it. Faith is I have it now. Never put off to the future what faith says is yours presently. Amen. Amen. The Amplified Bible says, well, actually, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Y'all ought to be tracking with me tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. A f- very familiar verse. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by we conduct our life by faith and not by sight. The Weast Bible says, Through faith we are ordering our manner of life. Not by something seen. Through faith. Through. The, the, the preposition through denotes that faith is, is the way. It's the avenue. This is how we do this. Through faith we're ordering our manner of life not by something seen. Amen. The Amplified Bible says that, that faith is being the proof of what we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Hallelujah. What does faith do? It perceives as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So we're not governed by what we see naturally. We're governed by what we see through the eyes of faith. Amen. We order our manner of life by faith, not by what is seen. Why do you see people that they'll talk about all the pressure they're under? Because that's what they see. They don't see the answer. They see the pressure. They see the problem. We're not talking denial, but they see the problem. And so the problem produces pressure. Faith produces rest. Amen. Amen. That's why, that's why over and over again we're told, don't worry about anything. Do not have one. Jesus said, have not one anxious thought about anything. Now, if Jesus said don't do that, it's possible. Amen. Glory to God. We order our manner of life by faith, not by what is seen. I don't have it because I see it physically. I will see it physically when I know I have it. I don't have it because I see it physically. I'll see it physically when I know I have it. Amen. Amen. You remember Brother Hagan? He said he was on, on his uh, uh, deathbed, and he said that uh, he was quoting Mark 1123 and 24 to the Lord, And he said, "Lord, now I believe I'm healed." He said, "Lord Jesus, if you were standing here in this room and you were to tell me that I wasn't believing." He said, respectfully, Lord Jesus, I'd have to say you're lying about it because I am believing. And remember what Jesus said to him? You're right. You are believing as far as you know. He said, but if you, if you believed you were healed, he said, healed men are out of bed at 10 o'clock in the morning. And he, and he showed him that that, that that proof of his believing was when he would begin to praise and worship God for, for the healing that was in his body. And he said as he began to praise and worship God, then he, he grabbed his legs and threw his legs out over the, the side of the bed onto the floor and grabbed a hold of the, 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 the bedposts. And went through that whole thing. You remember he said, I want to announce to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and all the holy angels and every demon and devil that are, that's listening, that I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, what, what, what had happened? At that moment, he got it. At that moment, he had it. Amen. He had it. At that moment, he had it. And after he got it, is just a few moments, he was completely healed. Amen. But when was he healed in the mind of God? The moment he believed it. Amen. In the mind of God, every person was healed and set free when Jesus took stripes on his back. With his stripes, you were healed. Amen. Amen. So I don't have it because I see it physically. But I'll see it physically when I know I have it. Amen. Amen. Look at uh, Hebrews 11.3. It says, I I, I want you to notice a, 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 a pattern here. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, what are things? Well, things are things you need. Houses, cars right? Lands, clothing, finances. But things are also righteousness, peace, joy, right? Faith is the substance of things. And the scripture says here that through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. The Weymouth translation says, what is seen does not owe its existence to that which is visible, What is seen does not owe its existence to that which is visible. Another translation says, What we now see did not come from visible things. What we now see did not come from visible things. But yet those things existed. Faith is the substance of things. Things which are seen did not come from what could be seen. Now that doesn't mean that they didn't exist. It means they existed and that they do exist in a realm that cannot be seen. I can't see it with my physical eyes. I can't touch it with my physical hand. But it exists. Now if something exists and you claim it, is it yours? If something exists, you can't claim something that doesn't exist. We talk about the work being finished from the foundation of the world. Now, here's a question. Here's a question. Do you believe that? I see every head nodding. Then why would you ever, if you believe that the work is finished from the foundation of the world, why then would you put off to the future something that's already done? The disconnect comes in when I put off to the future something that God says is mine right now. The church has been real good talking about won't it be wonderful there when we all get to heaven in the sweet by and by. One of these days there'll be no pain. There'll be no suffering. There'll be no problems. Amen. But the Holy Spirit said to us not too long ago that we've spent a lot of time singing, won't it be wonderful there? And now we're going to start singing, isn't it good right now? Amen. Amen. So faith is the substance of things, things that exist in a realm that cannot be seen. The, The veil between the physical and the spiritual is very thin. Very thin. Be- beings, beings from that realm pass throughout that veil very easily. Amen. That, that's, that's why huh, I feel like there's so much to try to get across to you. That's why we got all week, right? Nothing comes from nothing. Anything you see did not come from nothing. You'll hear people say that. God created the universe out of nothing. No, he did not. Nothing can come from nothing. Okay, quick arithmetic lesson. Zero minus zero. What'd you get? What? 100. Minus zero. What you got? Why? Zero takes nothing away from nothing. Nothing comes from nothing. If something showed up, it came from something, not nothing. No, but God can do anything except except violate his principles. Everything that God does, there's already a substance available to provide it. When somebody says, I believe God is my healer, it's because there's already healing substance available. He doesn't just heal somebody from out of nowhere. Whack! There, you're healed. You didn't even see it coming. That's... It came from somewhere. The money that you're believing God to provide for you from the seed you sowed tonight, that money is already there. It already exists in that faith dimension. The seed was the access to what you needed. The seed was the hand of faith that you put in the ground that will reach through that veil and provide for you the money to pay that thing off. Because it's already there. Amen. Glory to God. So they're in a dimension just on the other side of the visible physical dimension, the faith dimension. So how do we access them? Number one, realize that they are yours presently. Realize that they're yours presently. The greatest day in my life was when I quit talking about what I'm going to be and started talking about what I am. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We've put too much. Sometimes we put too much emphasis on that in the church. Well, you know, brother, we're all a work in progress. Well, sure enough, everybody's working on something. But I thought the Bible said you are complete in Him. That was even weak for this Presbyterian church. He said you're complete in Him. Is that right? I'm growing into the things of God, but I'm complete in Him. In Him, I'm complete. In Him, I have no identity of my own. In Christ, I have no identity of my own. My identity is swallowed up in who He is. Why am I righteous? Because I'm in Him and He's righteous. Why am I holy? Because I'm in Him and He's holy. Amen. Why am I a son of God? Because I'm in Christ and He's a son of God. I've been brought into the family because I've been made part of Christ. They are yours presently. Look at 2 Peter chapter 1. Realize that they're yours presently. Tell your neighbor, say, my days of going to be are over. Well, one of these days, I, I've had people come up to me and kind of like with this, ho, ho, ho kind of attitude. <laughs> oh, pastor, keep praying for me. One of these days I'll get it. No, you won't. Because you've been saying that for five years. Hadn't got it yet. Amen. Amen. Quit going to get it and get it. I, I was running with a couple guys one time. And, and every time we'd go running, they'd talk about how they just wanted to be good husbands. And they wanted to be spiritual for their family. And finally one day I stopped and look at them and said, When are you jokers just going to be it? When are you just gonna be spiritual? When are you just gonna be good husbands? Just go home and be a good husband. Amen. Because gonna be is putting everything that God has for you off to the future. I'm gonna be healed. I'm gonna be blessed. I know God can. I know God wants to. When God gets ready, He's been ready. He's been ready. He's been ready. Ever since Jesus said, it is finished, he's been ready. Amen. Amen. Don't cheapen the price Jesus paid by putting off to the future what he died to give you right now. Amen. Amen. I saw that one day, and I repented with tears to the Lord. I'm sorry. I repent. I've been putting off to the future what Jesus shed his life's blood to give me right now. It, put, it puts faith in a whole new, well, you know, pastor, you know, we all got to believe on our own speed. Well, you, you better kick it up a notch. Because you, you listen, listen, that there are things that you've been believing God for that God wants to give you this year that amen that, that this is the super abundant year. This is the superabundant year. I'm telling you. The, the Lord showed me that. He, when I started looking at it, and, and we've, been, we've been in this location 25 years this year, 25 full-time years. We've been in Little Rock eight years. Eight is the superabundant number. This is a superabundant year. Amen. Don't, don't exist on minimum wage when God wants to give you superabundance this year. Amen. Amen. Do you see that? I say, do you see that? The only thing worse than being sick is being sick when you don't have to be sick. The only thing worse than being broke is being broke when you don't have to be that way. When there's no reason for us to be that way. The only reason to draw back, the, the only thing worse than drawing back is there's no reason to draw back. Nowhere in the Scripture does God tell us to draw back. As a matter of fact, Paul said, we are not, well, the writer of Hebrews. Some believe he was Paul. I believe it was Paul. That, I, that's neither here nor there. But here's the point. Here's the point. Hebrews. Hebrews. He said, we are not of those that draw back under perdition, but those that believe to the saving of our soul. You're not ones that draw back. You've got to make 2023 the year that you're full steam ahead. I'm not drawing back. I'm not waiting. I'm not holding off. I'm going to sow more. I'm going to reap more. I'm going to believe more. So I'm going to have more. I'm going to confess more. So I'm going to see more. Amen. It's already yours presently. It's already yours presently. Amen. And well, and, and don't 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 fall into those traps of the enemy. And this year, I'm telling you, the enemy will try to offend you. He'll try to get you upset. He'll try to get you to back off. He'll try to get you to stop. Listen, if if you won't be moved, you can't be moved. Amen. The enemy cannot move you. I said the enemy cannot move you. We've been talking in this series about the head and his body, and we've been learning how little authority the devil uh, 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 has, how little authority he possesses. Let me tell you how much authority over the body he possesses. Zero. Well, he's the God of this world. Aren't you glad that you're not part of this world? Well, I am part of this world. That's your problem. That's your problem. Jesus himself, do you think Jesus would be a good resource? Do you think Jesus would be a good resource? He said you're in the world, but you're not of the world. In it, but not of it. What does that mean? If Satan is the God of this world, he's not my God because I'm not of this world. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. Well, he's fighting, so what? The Bible says the shield of faith quenches every fiery dart of the wicked. The Bible says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Is that right? Oh, he'll flee from God. He'll flee from Jesus. He'll flee from you. Then why would you run around talking about how the devil's fighting you? Why would you give him credence if he's defeated? So you got a defeated, paralyzed, Unarmed, disarmed, naked devil running his mouth, and you're talking about it. Right. That don't even make sense. Amen. Let me move right along. Amen. Look at Second Peter one, verse two and three. Ooh. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord, according as His divine power. Will one day in the future give unto us all things that pertain unto life? Has given. What? Has given. I thought that's what the Bible said. Has given unto us most things. Now, here's the thing. It's easy to correct me when I'm saying that, and I want you to correct me. Do you believe it? If you believe it, things will change this year. If I believe it, things will change. Amen. Amen. Some, something that, that I've been seeing as, 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 as the Lord's been doing what he wants to do is, is there are things you don't have to deal with no more. Because he said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's freedom. Right? Do I believe this? Do, can I look and say, he's given unto me all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that's called us to glory and virtue. So he's given us, notice, notice the trend, all what? All what? All things. Faith is the substance of things. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen did not come from things that do appear. He has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. It doesn't matter what the thing is. I have faith that is the substance of it. Through faith, I understand that if I need it, it's there. And I may not see it, but it is there. That thing is there. It's available to me. And according to Peter, I have been given all things that pertain unto life and godliness. When have I been given them? Presently. Right now. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, Before service, I gave my wife a piece of money. Do you have it? You have it, don't you? Is it yours? It's yours. Why is it yours? You I did what? Gave it. I, you're glad you're married to me, aren't you? <laughs> I gave it to you. Just want to get that publicly out there. <laughs> Watch and learn, son. Watch and learn. <laughs> now, think, now, hang on a second. What if somebody comes to you and says, you don't have that? I Show it to me. Oh, she will. Okay, that's what I was hoping. So it's in there, right? It's in the other room. Does it not exist? You don't have to go get it. Have you been given it? Have you been given all things? Have you been given all things? When do you have them? If they have been given, when do you have them? When do you have them? Right now, right now, tell your neighbor, right now, I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so what you sowed seed for, you, you don't have the payoff eventually. You have it now. You have it now. But what if I got to make a payment next month? Then you make a payment next month as a man that's paying off what God said you could pay off. Amen. Listen, are you seated with Christ in the heavenly places right now? Yes. Far above all principality, might, power, dominion, every name, name, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Is that your position? Yes. Is that always your circumstance? Sometimes you're facing pressure. What causes you to overcome the pressure? Your position. Amen. This is my position. I am in the position of having received all things that pertain unto life and godliness. I might be in a circumstance right now that's saying that I have not received all things, but I have received all things. And if I have received all things, the circumstance is subject to what I believe. Amen. Listen, I'm going to have you talking a lot this week. Tell your neighbor, my circumstance is subject to what I believe what I believe. Remember that Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John, and they came down from the mountain, and and the, the religious leaders were there disputing with his disciples, and Jesus came up and said, what are you guys disputing with them about? And the man came and said, here's the problem. He said, I brought my son to your disciples because he's got a demon, and I brought him to be delivered, and they could not cast that devil out. Yes, they could have. Because they had been given authority already to cast out devils. Is that right? What was the problem? They didn't believe what had already been given to them. Right? Jesus said, bring the boy to me. And he brought the boy and, and on the way the devil threw the boy down. And Jesus said, how long go this come on him? He said, of a child, throws him in the water, throws him in the fire. Lord, if you can do anything, help us. Remember what Jesus said as for this statement of yours? If I can do anything, I am a believing one and all things are possible to a believing one. Here's, here's the key. Here's the key. Here's the key. And the man looked at Jesus and said, Lord, I believe. What do you believe, sir? I believe that you're a believing one and all things are possible to a believing one. That settles the issue. Jesus was the word of God in action. When you see it in the word and you find it in the word, you stop right there and you say, Sir, I believe. Because if it's in the word, I have it. This, Oh, Lord, help me say this right. This is not a book of promises. This is a book of manifested promises. Amen. Why did God make you a promise? So you'd know what was yours. Amen. It's not a promise of I'll do something. It's a promise of this is what I've already done. And if you'll believe me, you can have it. Amen. Think about it. When do you say, I promise? When somebody goes, can we do this? And you go, yes, I promise we will do that. But what is something that's a sacred promise, a sacred trust, something that's already in place? The reason why God can say that your body is healed is because he already provided healing. It's not a healing promise that someday it will happen. It's a promise that healing's already made available, and you're already healed in the mind of God. And all you got to do is believe him. Amen. 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 Number two. I'll be done with this, I think. Begin to call those things that be not as though they were. Romans 4.17, when it talks about Abraham, who was the father of our faith, it says in this statement, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Now, you stop right there and you ask. God made this statement in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 5. When Sarah was not able to get pregnant. And yet it says, as it is written, Paul's writing to the church at Rome, and he says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Now I've asked this question a lot over the years. When did God make that promise? After Isaac was born? No. No. Before Sarah was pregnant. Yeah, here's one before Sarah was able to get pregnant. And wait a minute. Think about this. She had been barren her whole life, and now she's past the age of having children. Hebrews 11 says she did not have strength to conceive seed. Her body had no energy to conceive seed. And then thirdly, Abraham is now too old to produce seed. And God comes to a woman that's always been barren and now is past the age of bearing children and an old man that can't produce seed and he says, I've made you a father of many nations. Amen. One translation says he speaks of future events with as much certainty as though they were already past. I think in the mind of God it is past. Am I throwing too much at you? Is Jesus seated or standing at the right hand of the Father? Why is he seated? The Bible says, henceforth expect until his enemies be made his footstool. Why is he seated? The work's done. What work? The work of redemption and everything involved in Redemption. When God, when God calls those things that be not as though they were, it's just what we read here. He is speaking of future events with as much certainty as if they were already past. So when God says, I'm gonna do this for you, he's saying, I'm gonna do this for you because it's already finished. All he's got to get you to do is believe it. Once you believe it, it happens quick. Because it's already done. It's already finished. Your children are already saved if you would just quit looking for the evidence that they're saved and just believe they're saved. Well, I just want to see some proof. Right here, right here. 66 books of proof. How much more proof you want? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved and your house. That's the Bible promise. Is that right? I've had people, they've heard me preach on that. And then they come up to me after church and ask me to agree that their children are saved. I thought we have a promise on that. What does that mean? Right now, God's setting events in motion. In John chapter 14, remember what it says? It says, if you ask anything, in my name, the Father will do it for you. Is that right? Say anything. Anything. If you ask anything in my name. So listen, how many times do you ask for your children to be saved? How many? So if you ask once, what would we be agreeing about again? What did the Bible say? It said the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. What did he say? Pray the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. One translation says urge the lord whose harvest belong who the harvest belongs to that he would thrust forth laborers into the field. So god says your children in my mind are already saved. I just need you believe it and if you believe it you're going to ask me for laborers to go into the field and somebody is going to talk to your child and they're going to be saved. Amen. Amen. Glory to God, not maybe so, not might, not someday in the sweet by and by. It's going to happen. It's, gonna, it's, it's, it's going to happen physically because God's already set it up. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. One translation says he calls into existence the things that do not exist. The things that do not exist. Amen. Now now we know that doesn't mean they don't exist anywhere. They exist somewhere in the faith dimension. You have a dwelling place in heaven. You've never seen it. Is that right? Now, why why do you believe you have a dwelling place in heaven? I'll tell you why. I'll I'll, I'll give you the answer. Because Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not true, I would have told you so. I'm going to prepare a place so that where I am, you can be also. Right? I have a place. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Amen. Well, how do we know that? Because the Bible says so. Right? Right? calls into existence the things that do not exist. When God promised Abraham a son, it was as good as done as long as Abraham believed God and stayed in faith. Because God calls things that do not, that, that be not as though they were. Charles Caps would say this is acting as God would act in that situation. I had a preacher, I was sitting at lunch with him one day, and he looked at me and he said, Philip, we can't call things that be not as though they were. He said, the Bible says God does that. The Bible does say God does that. But what's the Bible tell you and I to be? Imitators of God. Mimic God. Well, if I'm going to mimic God, how can I mimic God? calling things that be not as though they were. How would God act in that situation? He would call things that be not as though they were. He would speak of things that do not exist as though they already existed. He would speak of future events with as much certainty as past events. Anybody in here that's married, you are certain that you're married because you can probably remember where you were when you got married. I remember where I was. I was in Ashton County, Tennessee at the Justice of the Peace, standing there with this beautiful woman that I've been married to 30 years this year. And I was standing there with her, with our little son, Gene Cosby, as our witness. Amen. It was about 2.30 in the afternoon. She had got off work at the hospital, and I'd gotten off work at the Piggly Wiggly. I'm a-coming home. America's supermarket. Hallelujah. Ha. Ah, and, and we got in her stolen car and drove to the justice of the peace. Amen. Well, what a day that was. I, see, I remember, I remember every facet of it, because I am married. I speak of that with certainty. Amen. I'm not more married today than I will be tomorrow. I'm not more married 30 years later than I was September 30th, 1993 at 2.30 in the afternoon. When the justice of the peace said, I pronounce you husband and wife, we were as married as we will ever be. I'm not more married. I'm better at marriage, but I'm not more married. Amen. Amen. You're not going to be more healed when you sense it. You're not going to be more out of debt when you write that check. Your child's not going to be more saved when they're shouting on the road beside you. Amen. You're not going to have more finances when you see your bank account full. You've been given those things now. Amen. Brother Hagin would say, faith is simply acting as if the word's true. If you're acting as if the word is true, it's not such a stretch to call things that be not as though they were. I'm acting like the word is true. I'll close with this. The Lord gave me a statement about one of our children one time, and he said, whenever you think about them, you make the statement, they're following the plan of God for their life. So that's been, that's what I stay with. And uh, I was talking to a family member one time. They were talking about this person, this other child, and they said, uh, talking about him, I said, well, they're following the plan of God for their life. And they looked at me and they said, now, Dad, I know what you believe. You're watching your words, and I appreciate that. They looked at me and they said, but tell me really, how are they doing? And I leaned on the counter. I said, Okay. They're following the plan of God for their life. Oh, I did you, you, you. What you say, let it stay said. Amen. Amen. I say, what you say, let it stay said. Amen. Amen. Say it out loud. Say, what I am believing. Is mine presently. I have it now. It belongs to me now. It's mine now. It will not be mine. It is mine. I have it. I call those things that be not as though they were. I speak of future events with as much certainty as if they were past. I am healed. I am, I am prosperous. I am. I am free. I am, I am blessed. I am. I am overwhelmingly supplied. I, am. I, have every need met. I have every need met. I'm out of debt. My needs are met. I got plenty more to put in store. I'm abundantly supplied. Completely filled. Rich, rich, rich. Rich, rich, rich. Rich, rich, rich. I'm running with the increase. I'm running with the increase. I'm running with the increase. In my home, in my life, I'm creating a culture of prosperity. I will not have more than enough. I have more than enough right now. Listen to me, finances. I have more than enough. I have more than enough. Listen to me, finances. I will never suffer shortage again. No more red ink in my finances. No more red ink in my finances. I have more than enough. I will never see lack. I will never see insufficiency. I will only see abundance. 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 abundance, 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 abundance is my birthright. Abundance is my covenant right. I have abundance. I'll never be broke another day in my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. I believe God. I believe God. Say it out loud. It's just in the faith dimension. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, let's stand up tonight. Thank you, Lord.